Hey there, my name is Jesse Smith and I'm an employer brand specialist here at UiPath. Experimenting is a part of our culture, so we decided to create a series of podcasts where we interview different employees to find out who they are, what projects they're tackling, and why they choose to work at UiPath. I was really honored to speak with our next guest and I hope you enjoy listening. Hey everyone, I'd like to welcome my next guest, Ankit Saraf, Director of Product Management here at UiPath. Ankit is based in Bellevue, Washington, and we will be talking about his participation in a voluntary COVID-19 emergency response team and how he utilized UiPath technology to allow this vaccination clinic to reach more people. I'm really honored to have him on the podcast today. Welcome, Ankit. Thank you, Jesse. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So to kind of start this off, um, I don't know if I actually told you this or not, but the way that I found out about your relationship and work with One Stop Medical was through a letter of recognition from Dr. Shaw, who I believe you work with um, at One Stop Medical. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't aware of that at all. Yeah. Oh, she um, sent a two-page letter of recognition that was so wonderful and it eventually got into my hands but she was basically just kind of praising the work that you've done and really the impact that you were able to make for ultimately thousands of people so with that being said Ankit how did you get introduced to One Stop Medical Um, what does that origin story look like yeah um, it's kind of very similar to a story which all of us had in the last two months right which is hey, where can I get a vaccine? Is there an extra dose available anywhere? So uh, through one of my friends, uh, sort of through one of my wife's friend, uh, she's told us that One Stop may have additional vaccine shots available. That's how we reached out to them. We got scheduled for a vaccination uh, when they had an extra dose available back in March. And when I went there to get my doses, that's when I was uh, when I was talking with the person who was giving me the uh, injection. Uh, that's when uh, he told me that they are doing this as a volunteering event. Everybody is volunteering here. Uh, the clinic doesn't get doesn't charge for this to the patient. It may get some reimbursement from the government or the insurance, but doesn't charge it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I kind of came to know oh, that this entire effort is a volunteering effort. And th- that's when I talked with them saying, do you need help? And their ask was, yes, they need help with uh, data entry. And as soon as I heard uh, that uh, thing that they need help with data entry and they need to copy data between places or copy data from physical forms into uh, multiple systems, um, kind of my eyes lighted up because that's essentially what we work on day in, day out. And that's what our products excel at. So that's amazing. So you heard about that opportunity and then how did it go from you getting an extra dose to kind of what it is currently like what was how did how did that happen I guess uh, it actually happened very very quickly uh, because mm-hmm. uh, it seems they were spending a significant amount of time uh, doing the manual work uh, kind of like uh, as simple as taking uh, five minutes to register a patient to five minutes to schedule a patient then later spending 
roughly 10 minutes updating the information about that patient in their EMR system as well as in the Department of Health website for Washington State. So it was, you can say, significant amount of time being spent for each patient they were administering, right? Mm -hmm. So when I talked with the person in charge there, Dr. Sh uh, uh, one of the a person at the clinic, uh, Mitesh, uh, uh, who is Dr. Shah's husband and runs the administrative side of the clinic. Oh, wow, I uh, didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, he does. Uh, so uh, he first was uh, surprised that we can automate any of that. He's like, we do not have access to the back end or anything like that. But I told him, hey, don't worry, we'll be able to do that. This was a Friday, the first time I talked with him, right? And I, uh, he was busy that day. So we said, let's meet on Sunday. And we met on Sunday. And it took us, I think, three hours or four hours to automate this registration scheduling system and and they were surprised with the speed at which we were able to do it and what all <laughs> we were able to do it yeah. like we were able to register the patient or, or do an insurance check for them automatically like call the insurance system make sure uh, the insurance information is validated then schedule them as well so that's kind of like started very soon mm -hmm. um, that was the first two processes we automated after that, it kind of became an exercise of keep uh, discussing which are the other manual steps uh, either they are doing or the providers are doing and how we can automate them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think this was uh, 29th of March, if I'm not wrong, when we did the first automation. And we have automated, as I said, registration, scheduling, update back into MR system, update back into the Department of Health website. And uh, again, uh, even we, the last thing we automated, this was done about two weeks back, was uh, billing the insurance providers in cases where uh, insurance is available. Right, because this clinic isn't state or federally funded. Is, is that exactly. correct? Okay. Exactly. Yeah, because they are not federally or state funded, uh, they get the vaccine for free from the state. Right. But for the administration, they are allowed to make a claim against the insurance and uh, whatever insurance pays, they get that. They, they are not allowed to uh, balance bill the customer. Mm, okay. And so another thing that I heard from the letter of recognition was some mass vaccination days and that you paid a very key part in that as well. So can you kind of walk me through maybe what you did either on site or kind of how were you involved on those mass vaccination days? Uh, definitely, Jesse. So uh, when we did all of these automations, initially I ran them a bit from um, like my machines, mm -hmm. but later on I made the uh, like I set up their machines to run them and they run it regularly. Um, on a daily basis, they have like somewhere 150 to 200 patients, so not a large number which they can handle themselves, right? Mm -hmm. But for this mass vaccination sites, they were going to vaccinate a thousand people uh, in a single day. Oh, wow. And uh, yes, and uh, they actually had a They've had it twice right now for the first dose and the second dose, and both times there were roughly 1,100 people each. Uh, so I kind of got involved in that one a little bit more because everybody from the clinic was already overloaded with the work on 
the front side of it right the making sure the uh, the people who are coming in are checked in correctly they have the right paperwork they get directed to the right uh, providers and things like that at the vaccination site so i took care of some of the back end side which is essentially once the vaccination is done how do we take the checklists from the patients such that we capture who provided the vaccine which arm for example it was given in where there any reactions or not so capturing all of that information mm-hmm. and updating it into all the systems we talked about the EMR the DOH website the insurance systems for all the thousand people uh, that needed a different way than what we were doing on a regular basis right so what kind of we did was we used excel sheets uh, and we got, had a team of volunteers at the event who were taking this physical checklist forms and capturing some of this information from that into this excel sheets mm-hmm. and then later we ran automation from the excel sheet to update uh, all the systems uh, the significantly again cut down like you can think about 5 minutes for capturing that detail and then another say 10 minutes to upload that into all the systems across 1000 people and doing that in an automated fashion wow yeah talk about a huge time saver exactly yeah <laughs> what made you be curious is this kind of who you are naturally are you someone that looks for opportunities to kind of volunteer and give back or was this sort of like hey i work for you i path i see a need let me see what i can do like did you think you would be this involved a couple months later uh i'll say it's a mix of the, both right uh, naturally i'm uh, i'm somebody who looks at opportunities to get involved with things happening in the community and do things uh, for example i'm guessing you're not ever aware of this but i'm actually pa- member of the bellevue city library advisory board as well I did not know that. Okay, exactly. what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, uh this is a, a, a advisory board uh, to the King County Libra- library system and you are aware about King County library system right yep. there mm-hmm. in oh, yeah. the area. Yep. Yeah. So it's an advisory board to the King County library system which acts like as an intermediary between the city and the King County uh, board. Uh because the city doesn't run its library they are run by the King County library system. so it works as an advisory board so i keep on doing such things whenever i get an opportunity in this specific case i'll say the ui path and the culture we have at ui path of being i'll say all of our values the, uh, humble brave bold as well as uh, being able to use our tools in a very productive manner for a very good cause also played, played a key role as well as one of the things i think a lot of people are not aware of is uipath supports a uh, usage of our products for ngo purposes and for smaller businesses as well right so all of the combinations i think made it significantly easier if i was not working at uipath would i have been able to do this maybe yes it would have been significantly harder Mm-hmm. Uh, would have been able to do it to that extent we were able to do it maybe no so i do think uh, it's it was a combination of both it's really i think fulfilling since we both work at ui path to hear a story like this to see that you were able to identify a problem apply ui path technology to save hundreds of hours of time but be able to take a vaccination clinic that maybe would have been able to vaccinate 
200 people at a time to doing a mass day that was able to do a thousand. So for going forward, I guess just sort of as a call out maybe to anyone in the, you know, King County area, is one-stop medical, do they need more volunteers or what does the future look like? Like, are they continuing to do vaccinations and is that something that you're continuing to help with? Uh, yes, they are continuing to do vaccinations. They are also looking at doing more va- mass vaccination uh, clinics as well, uh, working with uh, more in the uh, South Asian community because that's kind of their target audience. Do clinics need vaccination? I, w- I will say, uh, sorry, volunteers. I w- I'll not say specific to one stop, but I think every clinic which is doing vaccination needs volunteers. So people in the area who have any kinds of resources, whether time, technology, or uh, just being able to do as simple thing as uh, data entry, uh, should definitely reach out to the clinics they know in their surroundings or any places to support this drive. Although I think King Count is doing pretty well in our vaccination numbers overall. If I read correctly, I think we are already moved to a point where appointments are no longer needed to get vaccinated. You can walk in at most places. Yeah, that's correct from what I've read as well. Yeah, but I do think uh, the point you're bringing in is like helping the community in this hard time is helpful and everybody should look at all opportunities. And you can find opportunities at places where you don't think about it. I know, at least for myself, right? You see so much need and you almost feel overwhelmed with like, what can I do as a single person to make an impact or help? And this story is a beautiful example of just asking a simple question and then sort of being like, what can I do? Oh, you can actually make a huge impact. Or like you said, even if people don't have access to the UiPath technology, even though we have free versions through UiPath Academy, being able to just go in and spend a couple hours can be really impactful for not only the community, but for yourself as well. I agree, completely agree with you. Anke, thank you so much for chatting with me today. I was really honored to have you and to hear more about this story. And like I said, Dr. Shaw just wrote the most beautiful letter of recognition. So I'm really happy that I got to hear a little bit more about what you were doing with One Stop Medical and to see what impacts you were able to do in the future. Thank you so much, Jesse. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here. Thanks for listening, everyone. We are continuing to record and publish podcasts, so stay tuned for upcoming episodes. In the meantime, we also have a blog called Inside the Rocket Ship, where we feature different employees and take a deeper look into our technology. Stay safe and we'll see you next time on Inside the Rocket Ship.